Welcome to The Real Deal, where God, His purposes, and His people are celebrated. I'm Rachel Inouye, bringing you encouragement through real life, people, and their stories. It's The Real Deal. Hey, let's get started. So first of all, I have this person I've been waiting to have here. Do you know I asked you a long time ago? We've never it's had It's been a chance so to do it. long. I know. I'm glad that we yeah. are here in yeah. your closet. I love it. <laughs> this is great. Yeah. No, you really were one of my first people that I said, Aww. I want to have you on. And yeah. we just have done life. So it's fine. Yeah. I believe in God's timing. But too. I have Elizabeth Grisa with me, everyone. Yay. She's so beautiful. And she's such a connector and such a, I'm going to call you like a, I see you as a sparkler Aww. in God's kingdom. You. you just shine and you sparkle and you, you hold your sparkle to let other people ignite. Mm, like, it's just amazing. Cool. You really are. You're such a life wire. I and that. I know that doesn't mean every moment you feel like that, but that's who you are in the kingdom. You're amazing. So what I, I want to do, you, Rachel. Oh, I love you. <laughs> and I just have to say, um, before we get into this conversation, yeah. before we prayed, Rachel goes, it's just so great to have a scatterbrain like Rachel. And I was like, yep, me too. So hopefully we can keep our conversation. I'm such a scatterbrain. So just keep me on track. I'll be like, Oh, squirrel. Okay. <laughs> this will be, yes. this will be something. Cause I, you know what? I get a lot done in a day. But it's not sequential. It mm-hmm. probably drives some people nuts, but it's just me the way too. my brain works. And I used to get mad at myself. And now I'm like, this is the way the potter yes. made me. I will not tell the potter, why did you form me this way? <laughs> this is the way I bring. So anyway, Love the it. first questions that I always ask everybody just are for them to get used to your voice and mine. Yeah. So uh, would you say you're an, you answer them as fast as you can, an introvert or an extrovert? Extrovert. Coffee, tea. Coffee. Dog, cat, either, neither. Ooh, dog. Morning bird, night owl. Morning bird. Books or movies? Books. Silence, music? Music. Leaned in or laid back? Would you consider yourself leaned in or laid back? Leaned in. Shower or bath? Ooh, bath. Okay. Driver or passenger? Passenger. Definitely passenger. Okay. It's season four. I'm going to add a new one. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Eat at home or take out or dine out? Dang, that's hard because we've been in quarantine. So I gotta say, dine out right okay. now. Okay, yeah. All right, that was painless, right? Not that's too bad great. at all. Okay, so you know that this podcast is called the Real Deal, mm-hmm. and my dad would say, "Be the RD." His name was Richard Dean. Oh, that's Pagan. awesome. So just be the RD, be the Real Deal, and he blessed us. Like he would be like, "Just be the Real Deal, just be you," and it really did free me. Mm-hmm. Even at a young age, I don't even think I knew how influenced I was by that. Yeah. to be me. Like, I really like to be Rachel. Yeah. I don't go, I, I'm not saying that I don't have friends that I'm with sometimes and I, I don't go, oh, I love that about her. Yeah. Of course I do. But I like to be me. So that's because uh, being the real deal means you're authentically who you are and yeah. you don't have to wear a mask or whatever. So he would say like in the art world, pottery is pottery and wood should be wooden and leather should be real re- leather. You know, and I even like really do like real leather above pleather and a real yeah. fur above the fake things, right. that I, you know, but with that said, you want the real thing. So who do you think in your life is or was the real deal and how has that affected you? And it mm-hmm. could be the first person that popped into your mind. You may have more than one. That's okay. But mm-hmm. just somebody that's the real deal. Why and how did that stand out to you? Mm. Well, I'm not trying to brown nose or anything, but I really, I, I, I see you as just someone mm-hmm. who totally claims their identity. And as you were just talking about, yeah, like you said, be the RD, be the real you. And I I love being Rachel. Like, I don't think a lot of people, 
I haven't, you, you don't hear that sentence yeah. come out of people's yeah. mouths that much where it's like, I love being Elizabeth. Yeah. We are so hard on ourselves and we pick apart ourselves so much. I do the same thing. Um, and I just, I remember when we met in the worship team, um, I did too, because yeah. I was like, who's Elizabeth with an S? Yes. Because <laughs> I was looking at the little iPads that have the names, you know? Yes. And I just remember meeting you. And of course I've seen you up on stage for years and, but, um, yeah, just hearing your heart, who you mm. are, um, when we would get coffee or just yeah. catch up Fun and chat, time. like you, you've always been someone who who knows who she is and maybe, maybe not always, but it t- it's taken maybe years to, to claim that. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I own who I am and the way that God made me is amazing. And, um, to just have this confidence that's not arrogant, it's not cocky. It's just yeah. owning yeah. who you are. And, and that is like, I mean, the sparkler thing, it's kind of like maybe you've ignited something mm. in that where I'm like, Ooh, like I love that. Like, yeah. I want to be like that. Yeah. And, um, and just through your whole ministry. I mean, that's don't compare, don't compete, mm. celebrate each yeah. other. And like to remind us mm-hmm. of who we actually are in the kingdom of God. And like that I'm a child of God, no matter what, number one. And I think just, it's like so simple sometimes, yeah. but we've, we've had to like, you know, we've complexified everything. If that's a word, yeah. our identities with jobs yeah. and yep. what we do in a position, even like serving, you know, yeah. just things like that. And, um, I just see you as just someone who owns it. And, um, oh, I could also you. say there's been people in my life. I mean, of course, like I think of my parents, I think of my mom and dad. Um, and I've seen, I've come to appreciate like who they are. Yeah. You know, I think like you, you see the things later in life that maybe you took for granted or yep. you were like, Oh, embarrassed of as a kid. And you're just like, I'm so glad that my parents are my parents. And, um, like I want to be like my mom and I want to be like my dad when yeah. I, grow up, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, I think of a friend who, um, when I was early on in my faith back, like when I really came to know Jesus, she kind of took me under her wing. Her name's Sam. She's awesome. Um, and she was just always authentically herself. Mm-hmm. And, um, I really, that was so refreshing to me because yeah. I maybe had this idea of what a Christian was supposed to do or supposed to, mm-hmm like how they're present talk, present themselves. (laughs) And, um, she was just totally her. And it, and it gives, when you see other people operating in that freedom, it really does unlock something in you to be like, okay, like I can live how Christ has designed me to be. And within the the context of obeying him and loving him, but like, we're all so unique and our personalities should be shown and shine, you know? So. Oh my gosh, we have to do more of these together. That's yes, my heartbeat. Totally. We are unique and, yeah. and we're made for a reason, on yeah. purpose, for a purpose. Yeah. And we don't need to be the same as somebody else. Yeah. And the enemy, and that identity is a huge part in my story too. And just, I think that's something that the enemy tries to attack mm. so much. Mm-hmm. And so to like say these things out loud about ourselves yeah. is so important Yes, to make us actually believe it. Yes. Yes. You know, well, it says, you know, in scripture that if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. So there is something about confessing something, speaking it out. And I know people get weirded out about the word of faith movement or, or the, you're going to say something so that you get something. Well, God said something. So he got a world and a universe. So he was our model. Let there be light. Let there be land. Let It's totally listening to something. And it was talking about creativity and I can't remember the exact gist of what they were saying, but yeah. just that God, when he spoke, it 
came into being. Yeah. Just like in Genesis, when he spoke it, yep. it happened. Yep. And we speak things and they happen. Yeah. Let the weak say I am strong. Okay. Even if you're weak. Now, it doesn't yeah. mean you don't deny it, but right. you speak and, you know, it, yeah, it's it's important because even Abraham knew mm. that he was old and Sarah was barren, but he was given this promise. So he decided to agree with the word, speak the word that I'm the father of many yes. nations. Every time he shook hands, he was like, hey, I'm the father of many nations <laughs> instead of saying, well, I'm called Abraham, but I'd really rather tell you Abraham. So many excuses. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't really believe God. No, believe God. Yeah. Okay. So you had said yeah. something about Sam. And she yeah. was just the real deal in your totally. experience. So tell me a little bit about your testimony. Yeah. And every God story is God's mark on someone. Mm. I used to be like, oh, well, I accepted him at a young age and it wasn't a big deal. I'm like, some lady took my hand once and said, mm. what are you talking about? It wasn't a big deal. Yeah. That's a big deal. Salvation. You know, it's yeah, salvation, it's you know, from the, yes. from the one kingdom, not from the one domain to the kingdom of light. And yeah. it's a big deal. I so know. whatever it is, it's unique to you. So how were you drawn to him? When was your period of not being around him? Mm. Whatever. I, it's a celebration of what God does because yeah. he's a redeemer and he's good. So yeah. tell me a little bit yeah. about it. So, yeah, I grew up in a uh, Christian home. My two parents still together loved Jesus and it didn't feel religious um, okay. or anything. They truly loved God and followed him, and we were part of Elmbrook Church ever since I was a little baby, and Moms and More, my mom oh, yeah. was part of that, and yeah. I was. So, <laughs> so yeah, I've always known about God and Jesus. Um, I accepted Christ into my heart. Like a young actually, age? At like five, yeah. yeah. Um, actually, and I just talked to someone who said accepting Christ into their heart is kind of a weird... It's not even... It's really not even really biblical, biblical, but, like, that that's you so funny. You had an awareness of Jesus. Yes, I... Yes, I, I uh, put my faith in Jesus when I was five. And it was... I believe that was a real salvation. Mm-hmm. Um, but, of course, you grow up yeah. and it's part of living out your faith, yeah. owning it for yeah. yourself. And so I didn't really... I was involved in kind of in middle school um, through church stuff and... But didn't didn't do anything yep. in high school and yep. it just wasn't really interested I guess totally. I was a girl's girl I loved my friends I swam competitively which took up mm. tons of time and yeah I just I something had not sparked in mm-hmm. in my love for Christ and my affections for him and so I would go to church because it was supposed to, what I was yep. supposed to do on a Sunday yep. and you know, I would listen. Sometimes I'd fall asleep, but like, yeah, just live my life. And I think kind of going into probably like my junior or senior year, I can't really remember, um, just started kind of doing the the high school party thing and having fun. And it kind of just evolved into a life in college. I went to Madison and I wanted that college experience. I don't know what it was that was kind of like checking it out kind of, or were you yearning for it? Do you know? I just, I think it is totally like the prodigal son type deal where it's like, there's this awesome life out there and I want to experience everything and I don't want to feel guilty about it. Yep. (laughs) And I don't want to, I don't, I feel like maybe I thought, I thought of Christians or, um, is kind of lame and kind of boring and, you know, I kind of separated that part of my life out from my quote unquote, like real friends. So I had my Christian people and then I had like my real friends and it just wasn't like a holistic view of what faith is supposed to be. And it didn't impact every aspect of my life, of Mm. course. And so 
you know, that got me really into thinking about what is salvation? Was I really saved then? Like, you know, how does that play out in your life? Because yeah, it was just, it was a continual, just living this reckless life. And a lot of it stemmed out of just big insecurities of my self-worth at my body, um, just fitting in people pleasing. Yep. And, and it just, it became exhausting. Yeah. Really exhausting physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally exhausting. And, and I feel like I had these pretty incredible opportunities to go travel abroad and I, they were kind of like squandered. And, Mm. uh, I mean, I, I think I had really awesome experiences, but it was tainted because it was this reckless life. And I just Mm. think I I so identify with the prodigal son story where I just, I spent all the wealth I, you know, and then I was at the end of the road and I was like, I was calling out, I needed help. And and I I love it. Yeah. And I don't think I even knew that though. I just knew that something was off in my, in my spirit and, and who I was, I was like, who am I? And I just had Mm -hmm. like, I, I kind of knew who I was ever since I was a little girl. Yep. And I think that like I had owned that identity as a child mm-hmm. and, and then all the pressures of the world and of what you're supposed to do with your life expectations and jobs. And I mean, I think a lot of maybe college students could identify with this of just feeling like they need to put their identity in a career yeah. and the world will tell you, you have to do that. And so I would not think I'm smart enough or good enough, or I'm not, you know, excellent in any of these yeah. things. Like I was like, I don't really want to do any of this. I'm yeah. just, I'm just doing this college thing. Cause I'm supposed to. Yeah. And part of the machinery almost yeah. like it's going to crank out this later, maybe, but maybe yeah. not. Right. You're just right. in it. And I'm a two on the Enneagram. Yeah. I don't know if any Enneagram people out there, but I the helper, I'm the helper person. and my core desire is to feel loved and to be accepted and known. And yeah, I want to feel loved. And so I think I was, I was looking for love in all of these places that Mm -hmm. could not satisfy like Jesus does. And so whether it was, you know, through partying or through guys or through just, you know, just this kind of vision of this, um, oh, what's the word, you know, um, wonderlust or, you know, that kind of, you you know, Pinterest lifestyle that like is so portrayed through social media and everything. And, and it just wasn't satisfying. And, I couldn't even put words on it then because Mm. I just, Mm. I just knew I was Mm. off and I was unhappy and I was not satisfied and it was a soul. Yeah. It was a soul deep thing. And so graduated from Madison with a journalism degree and with communications. And then I was, yeah, kind of in this quarter life crisis, like, what am I supposed to do now? I'm now I have to like grow up and yeah. and do something <laughs> and be this be an adult. adult and I have no idea. And <laughs> right. And so I, I worked a few odd jobs and I got a internship in Sydney, Australia and I moved. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So I moved maybe like six months after graduating. I okay. worked these jobs and did an internship. It was like a social media marketing internship out there. It was a really cool company. Really cool. Awesome experience. I lived with my friend who lives there. She's so sweet and mm. lived with their family. They're amazing. It was really awesome just to be with like a family. They yeah. love Jesus. And yeah, it was, but, but still it kind of living this reckless life. Yeah. And so that kind of didn't slow down. And so finally got home after like, I don't know, four months or so and kind of felt like I was back at square one okay. and I'm like faced with, okay, like 
who am I? What am I supposed to do? And I had so much built up so much pressure in my own mind that, you know, whatever job I do has to be like my dream job and whatever. So I, it is a lot of pressure. Yeah. And it's, it, I, you know, I kind of feel like it's, I can do the same thing where I kind of like, um, play down it, play down my testimony. Like, "Eh, it wasn't, everyone kind of experiences that, but you know, it, it did really affect the way I thought and the way I behaved and yeah, the way I saw myself. And so, and the enemy loves to attack us in our minds and what Mm -hmm. we believe about ourselves Mm -hmm. and what we believe about God. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, he definitely had like full reign through those years, I feel like. And so, yeah, I had gotten in a relationship after I came back from Australia. It just wasn't centered, Christ-centered relationship. And um, we broke up the day before this Inspire conference, which is the Elmbrook Women's Conference at at church. And I was just a wreck. I mean, I was so heartbroken and just um, feeling like I had to not only prove, like, who, I was trying to prove, like, who I was yeah. to this person. Yeah. But I didn't even know who I was. Right. And so it was just, it was, like, more than just this, like, brokenness of just a breakup, but it just felt like, yeah, I am so lost. And so, yeah, people were just like, are you okay? Do you need, like, do you need prayer? I was, yeah. and I didn't even care. I was just, I was just totally at the end a of mess, myself. losing and, it. Yeah, it wasn't, I remember specifically, it was this speaker, her name's Tammy Trent, and yes! she, oh, yeah. that was the 2016 Inspire Conference, so she, she was one of the speakers, and she's like this peppy, blonde, yeah. bubbly lady, yeah. um, with an amazing love for Jesus, and a really cool, awesome story, and she was describing her relationship with her late husband, and she was just telling us in this conference about the early days of their relationship and the way that he treated her and like the, the Christ like love mm. that he showed her and the tenderness and the sweetness and the respect. And it just, everything she was saying, I was like, I want that. And I don't have that. And I think God in that moment really showed me his character, yeah. like through her story about yes. how a man and a woman are supposed to be in a Christ centered relationship. Yeah. And there was something just attractive about what mm. everything she was saying. And wow. I think the, the gospel was weaved into everything yep. she was saying just through her specific personal stories. And yeah, I remember too, <clears throat> at the end of the conference, you know, I'm, I'm this pouty upset, you know, girl, I didn't want to do anything. I yeah. just wanted to cry and be upset. Um, but she had us, to, she made us like dance Yeah, and I'm with my mom and my sister and my sister-in-law yeah. who I love. And they were, with me at this conference and just there for me the whole time. And yeah. So at the end, she's like making us do this yeah. kind of like eye roll dance yeah. and I didn't want to do it. Right. And my mom's kind of like, you know, moving along in the, <laughs> in the, um, pews or whatever. And I, I ended up just kind of shuffling my feet and kind of like dancing a little bit, but I think that's such a thing about worship too. Mm. And we'll get into worship, but yeah. where we don't feel like praising, we don't feel yeah. like worshiping God. We don't, we, you know, roll our eyes. We don't feel like singing. We don't want anything to come out of our mouths. We're just, we're in our own problems. We're sitting there with our arms crossed, pouting. And here's this opportunity to worship God through dance and just through like having fun and being goofy. And just at the end of this women's conference, and I didn't even know like it was like worship then. It just was annoying, annoying, but, um, but I see it now differently. And like, I take that little example of just, um, 
like something did kind of like break and shift in my spirit when I just did it and kind of obeyed. And like, um, I just, I hold on to that because I mean, we can all feel like we don't, we don't feel like worshiping or, or we're stuck in our own problems. Our problems are too big. And God just asks us to worship him and obey. And that takes the focus off of us and it puts him back on him because he's worthy of our worship. But side note. So yeah, then after that I had, I just, you know, I wasn't, I didn't like say a prayer of, you know, of faith. It wasn't this official thing, but I just knew that it was this re-surrendering moment. And I said, God, the way I'm living my life is not, is not satisfying and I can't live this way. And I want to live your way. Cause I, I, he was drawing you to him. He was drawing me. Yeah. And, and I think all the prayers that my parents had prayed for me and Mm -hmm. just the way that my mom would always, you know, suggest, Hey, why don't you join a a life group or a Bible study or come to this thing over at the the church? And I just, I'd always say no. And I just, I so appreciate now like that. She just never gave up, you know? Mm. Yeah. Whew. But <laughs> that's so good. Yeah. Cause just... this, it, she's just Jesus to you. He yeah. never gives up. Right. He's never like, well, you've, you're out of bounds here. Yeah. I don't love you anymore. Just doesn't do that. No, he she doesn't. just Jesus to you. Yeah. And so unconditionally loved you. Amen. Yeah. So I, um, I got, I did get involved in a, in a, my first Bible study ever. And it was led by uh, my friend Sam and her husband, Grant. And so they took me in kind of, and were kind of like the mom and dad of yeah. like my spiritual mom and dad in, in a way. And I don't even know if Sam like really realizes the impact that she has. It's I think she was so probably good. just being herself and just, you know, inviting in a friend and, um, just loving me like authentically. And, I just saw the way she lived her life mm. and I saw the love that she had for others and for Christ. And there was just something so different. And so, yeah, I would just ask her every question under the sun and my, des- the desires of my heart just started to change. I mean, and that's the cool, yep. supernatural power inside out of God that behavior outside. Toward yes. in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I know I started noticing that too. And I just, the things that I had this appetite for, I didn't really have it as much anymore. And and then they kind of went away yeah. and it just, it was cool to see God changing the desires of my heart. And, um, yeah. So trying That's to think so what, good. Yeah. So, you know, what's neat about it is that he wooed you to himself. He used yeah. people, mm-hmm. but he knows how you are wired and yeah. he knew you needed to be loved and yes. you found it and saw it through relationships. Mm-hmm. Totally. You saw it That's in little places. Point. And so he, he knocks on your door the way you need to be hearing him too. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really good. Yep. And so, yeah, just like, it felt like kind of this year of healing and there were times where I would have kind of one foot in the world and one foot in this new faith, um, this new life. And, um, but I knew I was a new creation and then it was like, I did feel like I was, God was healing me and then just building up my confidence in this new identity. And just, I was like, yeah, I, yeah, I felt like I wanted to start serving in the church at some point and kind of when I felt like I was in a good spot and my heart was right and I was living for him and I really was asking God about like where do you want me to serve and I've always loved to sing. I've always yes. loved Yes. Oh, you're so good. It's such a gift oh, of yours. He really you. gave you a special instrument. Thank you. It's Rachel. really good. It's it's something that you when you sing, it's pure. It's worship to him. It brings others to him. It brings, it breaks something in the room. It, it really is. So you've always loved to sing, yeah. which obviously you could go any way with it. It yeah. would always be 
giving him glory to sing, yeah. right? And use your gift, but you decided to come and use that as a way to serve. Is yeah. What you're saying? So Next I kind of just, I, I was like, well, where would I want to spend my time? Let's pause a second. If you are enjoying The Real Deal with Rachel Inouye, subscribe, rate, and review it. I appreciate your support. All right. Back to The Real Deal. I didn't even really know. I, I filled out a serve card, and I just, yeah. I don't even know what my expectation was. I was thinking, do I join a choir? Like, right. I didn't know if, like, the band was too cool. I didn't know it was like, oh, yeah. you could be part of this worship right, band right. thing. I have no idea. But I, I show up at this audition, and so I auditioned, and I joined the worship team. That was just kind of the beginning of a whole new chapter of my life. Yeah. And I, I still was like, what is this worship thing? I right. didn't really know, and... God just taught me so much about serving and loving him and others and the power of our praise and yeah. a lifestyle of worship. Yeah. It's not just, you yeah. know, singing songs on a Sunday, but I was like, I want more of this. Yes. I want more of, uh, I, I feel like I am in this, I feel like things are lining up in my heart yeah. and my soul and it felt like a calling. And I yeah. was like, I, I need to be more invested in this somehow. And at the time I was working at this pharmacy, which is hilarious because I, I, that. I worked at, you know, I got this like communications degree and it was just one of those things where it was like, <laughs> get, just get a job and like whatever you can get out of college. So I worked at, at this pharmacy as like a sales rep or something and great company, really awesome people. Yeah. And, but just, yeah, I didn't, I didn't feel like it was something I like really loved. So not a forever fit, not forever fit. And Mm -hmm. that's okay. And so I, I was just praying like, God, I want, I want more of this worship thing. Like I want more opportunities to serve and, uh, I want to learn more. I want to like grow alongside just these leaders that I look up to, um, on the team. And so he, so I got the, then I, maybe a few months later, I got a, this residency flyer in the mail and it was all about this residency leadership program that the church was putting on. And it was a big commitment. It was like, you know, you'd, probably would have had to quit your job and support raise up to two years salary. So I just was like, all right, this is the answer to prayer. Like this is so obvious that I need to do this. And so long story short, I uh, quit the job and quit my pharmacy job and, um, and joined this residency program. And I did that for two years and we just, it was, you know, everything from taking theology classes to pastoral care classes to leadership classes. And it was about, you know, your character as well as your competencies. And so it was just a huge learning curve and, and just growing in my faith in big ways. And that's so good. It was really, really good. And, um, then I got hired on after those two years as the worship coordinator over at Elmbrook church at our Lake country campus. So I've been doing that for, uh, probably about a year and a half and yeah. I really love it. Yeah. And you're so, so good at it. Yeah. Well, I love you. And I love you having so you sing with it. me. You're, you're so, so sweet. Good at it. I think that I'm still w- learning so much and yeah, God's just, God's done such a work. And so I, I hope you'll always be learning. I yes, think we always should always, learn. Yes. That's what's exciting. Yeah. There's the minute we think we know everything. Oh my goodness. How terrible would that be? Mm-hmm. The minute we think we know everything about life or ourselves or God, that would, should just be death. I hope yeah. because otherwise you're not alive, you yeah. know, to keep learning and doing things. But yeah, you really are good at it. You really are. And I think that God has moved the chess piece of you at the times that things were happening in church and in the world Mm -hmm. for exactly where he wanted you to be. Yeah. He's that sovereign. He's that good. Yeah. His timing is always pretty spot on, even when we don't see it then. Yeah. I think just 
to kind of sum up everything. I think what just looking back is, you know, we talk about kind of like this childlike wonder and yeah. coming to faith as like a little kid. And I just would encourage if anyone's listening to this, yes. if like you're confused about like your identity in Christ, I mean, go look in the word, word of God and read the yeah. Bible and see what it, the Bible says about who you are and ask the Holy Spirit. Yes. But like, I just would encourage people to like, think about just a time when they're little and like, what were the little, what were the things that you loved to do yes. when you were little? Like yes. what like made you come alive? And yep. I love to sing. I love yep. to be goofy yep. and dance and, yep. and have fun with my cousins and just like be kind of this cheese ball. And I felt so alive in those moments. Yeah. And, yeah. and I love to care for people and, it's just so cool that God has, has, he really has kind of taken this childlike, the way he's designed me ever yep. since I was a little yep. kid and, and allowed me to be like that now. Yep. And it doesn't have to come through a job. The fact that like I work at a church, it doesn't mean that yeah. that's only satisfied because of that. It's, it's, yeah, it's just cool. It's because he knows you, he wired you, he lives in you, mm -hmm. so he knows where you'll be best suited and fit. Yeah. And he loves you enough to not make it torturous that whatever you do, you're going to hate all the time. Yeah. You and know I, what I mean? It's like yeah. great that, because it's interesting, because I was going to ask you things that you remember doing as a young person mm -hmm. for that exact reason. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes people don't even realize, I'm wired to do this. Mm. I remember when I lived when I lived in Minneapolis, the gal that cut my hair, I asked her one time, I said, so Amy, like, how did you end up in beauty school or what did you do to get in your cosmetology degree or whatever it was? And she's like, well, I used to cut all my Barbie's hair oh. and then I would use all the paints that we use for our paints to dye their hair oh, and basically goodness. was foiling it, but didn't know I was, you know, I it. and it's just something that she had done and she cared for those dolls, mm -hmm. but just like she would care for her clients in her chair. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, isn't that amazing? Now that doesn't it. mean that's the only thing that she could have ever done, no. but it was something that showed up even early, yep. you know? And so, yeah, yeah we, and, I would line up people and I would speak to them and then I would mm. teach them in a little place when I was a girl, yes. you know, teach, I played yes. teacher. And now to this day, if I learn something in scripture, I just have to tell somebody about it. Yeah. I want to teach them this. Yep. Do you know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. then there, I lined up my stuffed animals and would like do prose for them and speak, you know, mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And sing to my, everywhere I love we it. I it's, wish I could have seen some home video of that. <laughs> it, it's really part of and sometimes we work against it. Yeah. Like the world tells you, no, you better get this degree or you better do that. And we think we got to compensate our weaknesses by trying to add to those and mm -hmm. be better at those. So or that that's would not be more... professional, professional yeah. enough or that. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of just really shining those areas that you are drawn to yes. and that you love. Yeah. You know, those. Uh, yeah. So I bet you you watch a lot of singing or a lot of worship or you get or you go to theater things. Or I mean, have you mm -hmm. always been interested in that? Did you do any of that in high school? Well, I loved theater. I, I'm I'm not like I couldn't like claim that I'm this theater geek because I I haven't seen that many like okay, so musicals that's not and as plays. Okay. I do love it though. Like mm -hmm. that would be such a fun thing. I remember going when I turned thirteen. Me, my mom, and my sister we went and got we went to see the uh, the musical Wicked. Yep. In Chicago, and that was like the best birthday gift yeah. ever. That was super fun. So I I love it, but I just don't know. All yeah. of, I wouldn't be like, I wasn't like a theater geek in, yeah. in high school, but I wanted to do the musicals. I just, I had my swimming. Swimming. Um, okay. So it took up a lot Can of time. Can I ask you a swimming yeah. question? What, what did you swim? What were your races? Yeah. So I did breaststroke yep. and then I did IM, which is a combination of all yep. the strokes. Those yep. were kind of my... I have a nephew yeah. that does that. Yeah. It's a great Swims for form Princeton. of exercise. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he was always in the water. Like, yep. I don't know that he had 
a huge a lot of time. Like you said, you maybe wanted to do some things, but you were swimming. It's yeah, a huge commitment. It is. I yeah. honor that discipline in you, though, because yeah. that's a lot of discipline. I was surprised that my discipline, I'm like, I need some of that back. That's actually my year. My word for this year is, is it? discipline and order. Yeah. That is. Yeah, I try to choose a word each year. Yeah. This past year was steadfast, just mm. like being consistent, being, and it's kind of, I guess, maybe the same thing, just that's this yep. consistency. Yep. But this year is discipline and order. One thing I wanted to say just about the identity stuff, too, is like, yeah. I think the world will tell you that, like, you just need to search within yourself and you can make yourself whoever you want to be. And, like, while it sounds so good, it's just such a lie. And the only way you're ever going to know who you are is if you know who he is. Amen. You're made in his image. Who's your maker? Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's something like this weight of just, it feels like I don't have to figure it out. Someone tells me who I am. That's awesome. And then I get to be like shining in those areas that, that he's created me to shine in. Yeah. So that's so right on because otherwise it'll be year after year after year of more searching Mm. because you're trying to tell yourself who you are and you think you're informed, but you're not informed. It's like, trying to put together the table and then you finally go, wait a minute, where were the instructions? There was a designer here and yes. where are the instructions for this? There is instructions and we were made and we only know what it is when we align ourselves to him. Amen. You know, really, really. Cause it, it's, it's not like you just need to save steps, but there's a lot of purpose in it. And there's a lot of, I think bringing him glory, mm, yeah. you know, we bring glory to God when we say he wired me and this is how I'm made and I'll bring him glory by doing what he's and called me to do into a family. Yep. So it's not like we're on this journey alone, yep. but we're invited into a family and there's just this automatic connection with someone else who's following and loves yep. the Lord because yep. we're brothers and sisters. And it's immediate because yeah. you could, you could parachute out of an airplane land. And if you meet another believer, you are family. Mm-hmm. And so immediately you have the same father yeah. and you'll talk about things and you'll do things that are unique to the family. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I love it. I do I go I on forever. Yeah. I do. Too. I, I could, <laughs> we could too. So what else would we talk about? Let me think. Let me know a little bit about your physical disciplines Ooh. because you're a gym girl, right? You go. Yeah. I love to watch things on your Instagram and stuff. Cause you challenge yourself. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I do love the gym and that was something that I kind of got into like actually when I started I think it might have been either just before or just after finding the Lord. Yeah, and, well, we're spirit, soul, body. Yeah, and you know? um, just just learning how to work out. I mean, yep. I, I didn't do much of that stuff. Um, we did a little bit of weight training in, when I swam, but not too much. But, yeah, it really does. It puts me in the right frame of mind, and mm-hmm. I... I do like to challenge myself, but it mostly really is just a mental, yep. a mental thing. When I yep. have, have moved my body and got a good sweat in, I feel so much better and yeah. I'll put my worship music on and I'm just like praising God in the gym and it's great. I have so many good playlists of like, if you need some good pump up stuff, yeah. you need some Christian rap, like yep. you need some Christian EDM, like whatever yep. it is, I'm like, I am always got on the all. hunt for good music yeah. Yeah, at the gym. Oh, it's Sometimes so good. it's hard to find and yeah. that was a big, that was like a big, I don't want to say struggle, but it was just something that you know, there was all this, like, just rap music and, yeah. like, yeah, music that is just so, ugh, the lyrics are awful. It's, like, it's just not, not good for feeding your your mind at all. And, but I loved the, I loved the beat. I loved the feel of it. And it was, like, my gym music. And I, I felt so convicted. Like, God was like, you need to find some new music because this is not okay. And so. Do you know King Arthur? 
No, but I... Okay, King Arthur is a musician and a band guy, and his record label is Bring the Kingdom. Hmm. But it's mainly dance music. Oh, like cool. Like clubs. Yeah. For clubs. Yeah. But he's a Christian. Yeah. It's not Christian music, but he's a Christian, and it, he considers it house music. Like yeah. fun music. I like good it. music. You yeah. Know what I mean? Oh, send me that. So I just yeah. recently... Yeah. Anyway, so... I um, just recently listened to a podcast with him that he was interviewed, and I was like, I like this guy. So anyway. And I think that there's, I think that maybe it was out there when I was back in middle school, and I didn't know yeah. anything, or high school, you know, but I, I do think that the variety of styles and, like, just the contemporary yeah. music out there now for is a lot better than yeah. maybe it once was, but yeah. um, it was what really, do I know? It was really, really dark for a while. Oh. It feels like it was really dark for a while, mm-hmm. like, just... I don't know. I yeah. Mean, I think there's I think there's a new hope coming around in the earth right now. Mm. Life. Speak life. Sing life. Mm-hmm. Live life. Do life. Move your body. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, enjoy. Yeah. You know, eat, eat yummy food. God gave you these things. I'm not talking about, yeah. like, you live for pleasures alone, but he yeah. gave us things to enjoy. He's yeah. a good God. Oh, yeah. He's a really good God. And he's not a killjoy. He's not like, mm-hmm. stop smiling. I don't like that you're enjoying that. <laughs> I don't like that you're doing that. Be serious. You know, like religion will tell you you have to be a certain way. Mm-hmm. God is like, just enjoy me. Yeah. Because I'm enjoying you. Yeah. And I do, I do think like you were touching on a little bit of just the holistic nature, how our bodies are a temple. Okay. Yep. What does that mean? Usually yep. you hear that preached of like, right. just with honoring your body and, yeah. you know, no sex before marriage, right. stuff right. like that. But it is honor your body with what are you putting in your body? Yeah. What foods are you eating? Yeah. How are you exercising? Are you getting enough sleep? Just yeah. like the basic disciplines. And yeah. when you start to compromise on some of those things, you don't have to be perfect and just, right. you know, right. have six pack abs or anything. But when you, when you just kind of ignore certain things, it, it does affect, I think, even your spiritual life. Yeah. A lot of things are affected. Yeah. Your rest. Yeah. Your skin. <laughs> yes. Okay, I love skincare. Don't get me started <laughs> on that either. Bathroom. I mean, it's just like, you love skincare? You have beautiful skin. Well, thank you. I've done lots of research and stuff. Oh, you to, have? Oh, well, I was on Accutane, which is like... Me a, too! You were? Yes! You were on Accutane? Yes. It How was, old were you? I was in college. Really? I was like 90-some pounds because wow. we had to... Um, that was probably... I had a diet with it, too. Not all doctors put people on a diet, but I had a specific diet because there were certain things that, um, no, it was horrible. Hmm. I had cystic acne everywhere, everywhere. Just terrible. Yeah. And Accutane is a very intense, severe drug. So not saying that's the magic cure or anything, but yeah, I did. It was, I think mine kind of came on from like stress and yeah, I just, it wasn't like it, it, I think it was cystic. I mean, I don't think my dermatologist would have put it on, put me on it if I didn't. Yeah. Mine were in big patches. Like yeah. They were connected underneath, but it was a little bit painful and it just, I was like, I just don't feel like dealing with this. Please give yeah. me something that will work. So yeah. it was I never knew that. pretty incredible. Yeah. Especially with the skin you have now. But I do get a, an occasional, right now I feel like my skin is not the best, but I do get some breakouts. Yeah. So. But yeah, I love talking about skincare. <laughs> yeah. Well, girl talk is fun. Yes. Skincare and fashion. And you have such cute fashion. Oh my and such cute style. You're so sweet You really do. I'm sitting here in literally an oversized sweatshirt I and leggings. It. I love it. Yeah, but you have cute little hats and fun shoes and you just express yourself. Yeah, it's you. really cute. Yeah. You have a special style. Thank you. It's very you. It's part mm. of your identity. Yeah. I mean, I love my, I love my thrifting days. Yeah. I mean, I love to thrift. I Me love too. I love rummage sales. Like we grew up going a bunch of rummage sales and I don't know I love 
I love, I got my hand-me-downs from my cousins. It was like just these treasures that you'd yeah. find, you know? Yeah. So I do, I do a little too. mixing of everything, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm not opposed to going to a boutique and get myself something nice. Yeah. I'm not opposed to it. But I do like to go thrifting and find the one yes. thing that still has a tag on it that nobody knew and it was real. for, though. Yeah. Yes, you have to be in the mood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wear a white shirt, jeans, just go without a coat, without, yes. yeah, not things to take. Oh, I could talk to you forever. Will you come back and do yes, another one of these? I would love to. Because we could talk about worship for a long, mm, long time. Yeah. And we could talk about we could talk about team for yeah. a long time. Because you really have you haven't single handedly, I'm not trying to say that, but you have really built a team. Mm. And I think it's because you share your heart and you care for people. And people you know, what did Jesus do? He shared himself and people were drawn to him. You know, and he gave what he what he had. And you yeah. do that. And then they basically were like, stop those kids. And he's like, no, let the little children mm. come to me. They knew there was something about him. And you do that. You do that. And I, I like seeing your team at Lake Country. I, I like the way you do have a family meeting. Mm. When you're there, you're family with them. Mm. And you, you know, see how their week was. And it's not like, okay, I better see how their week was yeah. and for the first five minutes. Well, wait a minute. And, you know, it's just out of your heart. And I, I really honor and respect you for that because you've done a great job. Thank you. And I don't think it'll stop. No. Because God's a God of increase. He brings yeah. us from glory to glory, strength to strength, grace to grace. It doesn't go backward in the kingdom. Mm-hmm. And there's always a seed. He always uses a seed. It's just the soil. Yeah. So what's the soil like? It'll grow if it's good soil. Yeah. So it's good. You're a I good soil you. tender, Aww. dear. You wow. really are. Yeah, we didn't sing anything. We could sing. I was thinking what we could sing. Could, I had it on my mind. What? But just the, the I love you, Lord. Let's sing I love my voice. Yeah. <laughs> so do you want to sing melody or do you want me to sing melody? You're you such a good harmony sing? girl. You can I'll s- do harmony. You sure. can do harmony to anything. All I've right. always known Lead that. Okay, show. let's see. Let's go. I love you, Lord. And I lift my voice to worship you, oh, my soul. Rejoice, take joy, my King, in what you hear. May it be a sweet, sweet sound in pray for the people that are listening yes. and then can I just pray for you at the end and yeah and thanks so much for having me on. oh I'm so I glad you, you will so come much. again right yeah, we could talk forever awesome. but I'd rather have people wait for more and we'll yeah, do it again this is awesome it's good yeah I'd love to pray so uh yeah if you're listening to this I yeah. just encourage you to just take a moment and let's just come before the Lord God I just thank you for this opportunity to just reflect about how good you are and just what you've done in my life and in Rachel's life and the way that you've just built our friendship and uh, just thank you for Rachel. Thank you for her um, love for you, Jesus, her passionate love for you. I thank you for who you've created her to be, that she is the real deal, the RD, (laughs) and um, that she can claim that about herself with confidence and just a God confidence about who she is and who you are, God. And I thank you just for showing me who I am, yes, Lord. And Lord. I I pray for who's ever listening to this, God, that you would reveal who you are to yes. them, God, so that they can also figure out who they are in Hallelujah. in your kingdom, God, and um and just know you as their father, their heavenly father, their creator. 
Um, Laura, Laura, just thank you for the way that you've uniquely wired and made um, each one of us. And Lord, that our whole lives are meant to honor you and yeah. to worship you, yeah. God. That we were truly created to yes. worship you. We were created to love you and to love others. And mm-hmm. it's that simple. Mm-hmm. And you don't complicate it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we're just, our purpose is to love you, to love others, and to bring about the kingdom of God. Yes. So I just thank you that you that you can clarify that in our hearts and that you mm-hmm. make it simple, Lord. And I just ask for your Holy Spirit to empower each one of us yes. today and to encourage us, Lord, and to just, um, if we are looking at things in our own life, Lord, I pray that we would take our eyes off ourselves and off our problems and we would look upward. We would focus on you, God. We'd focus on your goodness and your power, Lord, and yeah. your presence and that you're just so near to us lord yeah god i am just so expectant about what you're gonna do um in each one of our lives and and even in this the listener the listener our friend whoever's listening we love you we do and just in your life and so yes yeah we just want more of you jesus and so we just ask for more of you Hmm. we ask for you to just guide our path and yeah, we would just really fall more in love with you each and every yes. day. And we just pray this in your holy name. Amen. 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 So, Lord, I thank you. I thank you and praise you for this day. I thank you for your sovereignty and your goodness, God. You are so good. Mm-hmm. You're a kind God. Yeah. You're a faithful God. You're a wise God. You're a provision God. You're a God of healing. Mm-hmm. You're a God of power. Yes, you know our name, Lord. You know mm-hmm. when we sit and when we rise. You're familiar with all of our ways. Mm-hmm. Lord, I know you see the person who's listening, and you know if they've had a hard day or whether this is the best day they've ever had on this planet. But, yeah. God, you you weigh what's on their heart. You keep their tears in a bottle. You know them by name. You made them, God. Mm-hmm. So I pray in the name of Jesus, that they would just know who you are Mm -hmm. and they would know who they are. And I pray they would be freed to be authentically who they are because I do celebrate their significance, Mm -hmm. God, and the genius of God that's in them. So that's who you are. I pray that you would know God. And I pray for Elizabeth, Lord. I thank you for who she is. I thank you for the real deal that she is. I thank you that you brought her at the end of herself because you had such a good plan. And I thank you that you never throw anybody away, that you know Mm -hmm. that you see us for our value. That's why you died for us. You died because of the value, not because we needed to clean up. Mm -hmm. So I thank you for the value within and that you are bringing Elizabeth from glory to glory, strength to strength, grace to grace. Thank you for the trajectory of her life. I thank you for the people that she influences, the people that she touches. I just pray, Lord, I I not only see a sparkler, Lord, but I see Mm -hmm. dynamite, the dudamous power of the Mm -hmm. most high God, the one that raised Jesus from the dead, lives in Elizabeth, Mm -hmm. lives in Rachel, lives in the believer. And so we just say more, more Holy Spirit. Let us explode. Let us ignite such a fire and such sparklers everywhere that people see and things are enlightened, that there's light to see where there was once darkness. So use Elizabeth, Lord, continue to bless her. I bless her sleep. I bless her influence. I bless her body. I bless her discipline. I bless her delight. Mm. I pray for her relationships. God, I praise you for the way that she honors her parents. I pray for the friends around her and her siblings. And I just thank you, God, for her job. And I thank you for the people that she influences there. And most of all, God, I thank you for who she is in the kingdom and the way you drew her to yourself and ordered her steps all the way through her life. I thank you that you will not stop being Mm. God and doing that. So glory to your great name for the good work you've done in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Okay, I had one other song. Can we do the one we sang on Sunday about for from you all our... uh, Oh, uh, yeah. You you were the of it all. 
You are worthy of it all, for from you are all things, and to you are all things. You deserve the glory. You are worthy of it all. You are worthy of it all, for from you. Oh, thank you for being here. Thank you for doing this. You'll come again, right? So fast. Oh, it went fast. It went fast. Yeah, let's do this again. Okay. I love you. I love you too. So good. To save. You've been listening to the Real Deal with me, Rachel Inaway, helping people celebrate their significance and the genius of God in them. Audio engineering by my husband. Michael Inouye. Thanks, babe. Theme music by Andrew Grace.